Well, hello ladies. We're really happy to be here with Jen Larson and we're excited to be talking about security and God and insecurity. And so I'm really grateful that we're talking about this topic when we're trying to come up with it. I feel like God just led us to this topic. And so I'm Mm -hmm. really happy about that. Um, And so just a couple of questions to introduce yourself to everybody. Uh, How long have you been a disciple? Mm -hmm. Well, I've been a disciple, I calculated today, for 25 years coming up in uh, June. I can't believe it's been 25 years. And you were converted in college, yes, Mm -hmm. here Yes, in, in Lincoln. In Lincoln, Nebraska. I think it was my second year when I went to Lincoln. Uh, someone just met me walking down the sidewalk and reached out to me. And Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So for our topic today, um, insecurity and security in God, what, how would you define insecurity? Uh, insecurity, I feel like, is feeling like you don't have any protection or anything to back you up. You're completely, in my mind, alone and um, by yourself on your own, I guess. That's a really great definition because I feel like I, I like the way your brain works because <laughs> I think it's it's uh, voicing something that I, I feel but I don't know that I had words for, but I like that idea of protection because yeah. then when you think of the opposite of security, how would you define that? Right. Um, security, I feel like, is knowing that you have someone or something out there that you can rely on. You have some place to go, whether it's a shelter or whether it's a person to go to. You have something out there that you can go to in times of trouble or mm. something to help you up. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because I, I think even as we talk about this, topic it's so good to define terms right like I think sometimes we think of insecurity and we think of like oh like how I look in a picture how I come across (laughs) but that the root can all really come back to a lot of that the that idea of feeling protected or feeling safe Mm -hmm. and so I really appreciate you sharing that um so you became a disciple early earlier in life in college um, and so before that time, what do you feel like was were things that brought you security or things that you tried to put your security in? Well, definitely I tried to put security in my relationships. I don't, I don't think that I grew up feeling very emotionally secure. And maybe it's the parenting. I think back then the baby boomers, they didn't really provide their children emotional security. Mm-hmm. It was more about the things that you did. So you would get praise for doing things, but there was not a lot of encouragement on just who you were or who you were in your being. And so I feel like maybe a lot of people my age tried to prove our worth in the things that we did. Mm. And we had very low self-worth. In fact, I was just talking to my sister uh, when she was here last week, and um, she was talking to me about one of her relationships and how she so easily jumped into it because the guy was very complimentative of her. Mm. And I thought, I had an exact same situation in college where this guy, kind of just a bum, (laughs) just (laughs) didn't really have a lot going for him, but he wrote me a little note about how pretty I was. And I was just like, okay, fine, I'll go out with you. (laughs) I was like, that's all I needed. It was just a little bit, you know, a little compliment. So, um, yeah, I felt like 
as far as where I tried to put my security, I tried to get security from relationships, definitely. Mm-hmm. In that. How do you feel like you've grown since you became a disciple, or how did that change after you became a Christian? Well, once I became a Christian, I felt like um, I felt like I had security in God. Like the Psalm says, He is our rock and our fortress and our shelter. And so I felt like I had someone that I could go to and rely on for to get my emotional needs met, and I didn't need to look for it in the world anymore. So that was such a relief because pretty much every relationship I ever had, I think every guy that I ever dated cheated on me. Oh. And so there's just no... There's no security in wondering, even if you think your relationship is secure, you find out that he's been cheating. Mm. And so you could never trust, even if I down the line would have gotten married, I don't think I ever would have trusted that a man was going to be faithful to me. Wow. And so how does that play itself out in your marriage now, now that <laughs> you're, you have such a different um, place to get security from? Yeah. I, I trust now. Like if I if I was married to a non-Christian, I probably would still struggle. But just knowing that we all give an account to the same mm, <laughs> God, yeah. I feel secure. That's so yeah. encouraging. Yeah. And I feel like you and Trevor are amazing at the example that you have as husband and wife, as parents. And I, it's so evident in your life that you guys have such a strong foundation of security in mm-hmm. God because I don't see you trying to, you know, get too, too focused or codependent on each other. And it's Mm -hmm. so encouraging to see the strength in your marriage. And so that's awesome. You guys are pretty cool. Thank you. (laughs) Um, so I'm, I'm assuming that even though you've been a disciple for so long, that you still have moments of, of struggle in this area, that you still have times where it, it is difficult or that you, the temptation is to be insecure. What do you feel like helps you be the most secure? Or are there certain scriptures that you cling to or ways that you come back to God to continue to be secure? I think the thing that brings the most security is just in being honest with people. When you can just be completely open with people and share your darkest secrets and your your worst temptations, and then someone can say, I understand. I have the same feelings. I've been there too. That just, that's what I love about being in this church is that I feel like we're all, we all try to be honest about who we really are Mm -hmm. and we don't need to put on any fake, you know, faces. Yeah. We might try sometimes, but it, you know, the truth is going to come out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I think in the devotional I did right before our conversation, I talked about vulnerability Mm, and just that idea of how closely security and vulnerability are tied to one another. And I feel like that's a hard, um, it's a hard place to be sometimes when you're needing to be vulnerable, but you don't have the security in relationship to really Mm, go there. Right. And so how do you feel like you've built relationships to get to that place? Well, usually Trevor drags me into them. (laughs) No, um, earlier in our church, we had pretty set discipling. And so it was kind of forced upon me. And it was for my good. I don't think I ever would have confessed half of the things that I needed to confess if I wouldn't have had a weekly time with a discipleship partner. 
Um, and then, as I said, as I got married, um, Trevor was really, he's very adamant about resolving things in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And so he was, okay, we're off, we're off to see Fritz and Colleen, or we're off to see Jim and Wendy, or whoever it is. Yeah. Um, so things get resolved that way. But um, yeah, it just takes, and then after you build up those relationships, and after you feel comfortable with people, I know there's people that I can talk to, without a doubt, that are going to be loving and understanding. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that um, constant effort to like involve other people mm-hmm. because I think that um, when it comes to security, I think for me, we're all relational beings. Yeah. And when it comes to finding security in God, sometimes it can be hard because he seems so far away or he seems um, like I can't touch him. He's not tangible in, that, mm-hmm. in the same way you are. And so... Right. I feel like it's such a blessing that he gives us people to be able to be that stand-in at times when I can't connect to him the same way that I um, can at other times. And right. so I love that continuous drawback to being open and having our lives be transparent because it's for our benefit yeah. and not just to you know, be in trouble. But I, I relate to that feeling of like way back in the day in our church, that discipling when it felt forced or there wasn't that relationship that was so important to security. I feel like um, things have changed so much in the last 15 years that now we can really move out into that space of being vulnerable again because it feels more safe. And I think even going back to your definition of security, like that protection that we know we're there for one another. And that's so encouraging. Right. And so... Um, so our identity is, is being daughters of the King, right? This whole year we're talking about being chosen. We're talking about our identity and God. And how do you feel like you embrace that or struggle against that at times? I feel like I embrace that. I, I am so glad that God chose me. I don't know why. But I am totally on board. I'm like, God, that, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, when I see what he did at the cross, everything that he went through, there's just no doubt in my mind that he loves each one of us so much. So I, I don't have any problem if he wants to <laughs> choose pick you. me. Pick me, pick me. <laughs> I need to be picked. Yes, yes exactly. Yes. And I love that about you because I feel like I, I can relate to that feeling of like I – I think that that worthiness or mm-hmm. that um, that secure feeling of like God gives me worth so, and I'll take it. Yes, I'm, yes. I'll <laughs> gladly take the worth that Perfect. He's gonna give me. Um, so that's super encouraging. And so I feel like um, so you and Trevor have three amazing kids, and that was a journey for you guys as well. And mm-hmm. so how do you feel like? When it comes to your your motherhood and your parenting, how does security kind of bleed into that or the way that you're securing God? Well, I feel like kids are bound, they're all insecure. They're bound to be insecure. And knowing how insecure I was, I, I wish I could take that away from them. Mm. But I feel like it's just important to be, to, um, to let them express the things that they're feeling and just to listen and to breathe, you know, to breathe life and encouragement into them and affirmation. And I really try to um, focus my kids on the fact that God has a plan for every person that he's created. And he's made them all unique and special. Yeah. And so he has 
he has them here for a reason. They have a, sp a specific thing to do. And so they don't need to be insecure that they're different from others or whatever. They're not as talented in this or tall or whatever the situation is that God has made them for a reason. That's so encouraging because I think especially in a world where our kids are so exposed to um, media and images online of, of who they should be, mm -hmm. even more so than we were. Yeah. I think it's so encouraging to see that incorporated in your parenting and how it's so different from how you were raised. And mm -hmm. one of the things that Danny and I talk about all the time is like, man, like we are breaking generational, yes. you know, <laughs> sins, generational curses. Like it feels, it feels big because I, I don't think I, um, was as confident as my daughter was at her age. I remember being super, um, nervous and anxious mm -hmm. and just seeing how amazing she is and like she wow. just is herself awesome. and that's so encouraging to me because I feel like that all comes from the 20 years I've been with God mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. it comes from all the the things he's poured into me now I can pour that into her and so it's so encouraging when you see that in other parents and I see that in your kids I feel like your family is so um I'm sure there's there's you know things that you guys struggle with, but it just is so encouraging to see when you guys are together and you're just, you, you fit well. And it's not like you're <laughs> trying to pretend to be anything else in front of people. And so I really love that. <laughs> and so are there, are there any scriptures or anything that you would encourage the women who are out there when they're looking for security in God, when they're trying to cling to, to finding out who they are in, in their identity in God? Are there any scriptures that you would encourage them with? Hmm. There's a couple in Isaiah. Um, the one I think of is that he has he has um, written our names on the palm of his hand, or he's engraved mm -hmm. our names on the palm of his hand. Yeah. That is so encouraging, just to remember that God has us right here. We're always on his thought, on his mind. We're always in his thoughts because we're right here, right in front of him. Um, and then another one of my favorite scriptures um, is that a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. And I just think about how before I became a Christian, I was a smoldering wick. <laughs> just oh. hanging on by a little thread, you know. And God's like, I'm not going to give you more than you can handle. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to keep your little light burning. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. That is super encouraging. I feel like it's, Sometimes we feel really small, but yeah. God cares even about that smallest, smoldering yes, way. Yes, exactly. And so that's that's super encouraging. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Sure. Well, thank you for joining us for Her Story. We're really excited to be able to have you watch us next week again. We'll be having some more conversations, but thank you again, Jen. Welcome.